Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, August the 12th, 2022. Hopefully, it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are doing our yearly life lessons. 39 years, 39 life lessons. So if you want to hear some life hacks from a middle-aged man, who loves fitness, this is the episode for you guys. And more importantly, if you want to give me a birthday gift, share this podcast with a friend, family member, tag us on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you guys are checking it out. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, drop it a five-star, leave a couple comments, I would appreciate it. And same thing, if you got Spotify, you can drop a five-star on there as well. But that is what we are talking about today. I do this episode once a year, every year, and it's getting longer and longer and longer is because... I'm getting older and older and older, although I eternally feel like a 17-year-old inside, I do have more responsibilities and stresses now and much more experience, but uh, I think there's some rooted maturity level, or at least how I would picture my avatar in the Matrix would be me, 17 years old, rocking a hoodie and some Jordans to school, just hating that he's got to be there, just wants to go listen to rap music and play basketball and hook up with chicks. So that's who I am forever. But I'm older now, and I want to share some of the things I've learned along the way with all of you guys. But before I jump into that, just a couple quick housekeeping things. One, our Cut and Jacked program is kicking off here on August the 15th, which is Monday. Again, it's inside the Jeremy Scott Fitness app, jeremyscottfitness.app. You guys can get the first month for a buck. We are going to stop doing that, I think, in September. So this is probably one of the last chances you're going to get a full 30 days for just a dollar if you want to check it out. And again, it's a Cut and Jack 2.0 program, something I do once a year myself personally. It's very much lifting focused. It's very much strength focused. There is a bodybuilding component in there, and there's the metabolic conditioning sprinkled in as well. It's a progressive overload program, so it's not a different workout every single day. The loading stuff is going to be the same for all five weeks, and then all of the recovery, metabolic conditioning stuff is going to be unique uh, every single week as you guys go through. So if you're looking to actually own some patterns, become stronger, really challenge yourself with not only the strength, but hypertrophy and the volume of this, this is the program for you. Inside the app, we have a ton of programs. so You don't have to do this one, obviously, uh, but it is, in my opinion, pretty badass. We did a lot of tweaks to it, so I think you guys will dig it. JeremyScottFitness.app. You can get it for a buck right now. Links in my Instagram bio in all my emails. Obviously, if you guys are on the newsletter, you're going to see me talking about it next week. And then again, the next challenge we have coming up is September the 12th, which will be a 34-day abs challenge. That's something you can do in any program. The workout's typically 5 to 15 minutes, but they're going to rip your face off, or more importantly, rip your core off in the, in the healthiest way possible. And there's over 100 different exercises in that program. Completely unique, brand new stuff you guys have never seen, never done. And for that, we will do another free trip here to uh, Scottsdale. We'll fly you here. We'll put you up at the Savannah Resort and Spa. Do a little JSF swag package if you want to come in here and train with us. You are welcome to do that as well. And so that's all going on inside the app. So on top of that, just thank you guys uh, for for buying the app, for downloading it. I appreciate it. If you're in there now, uh, go ahead and just do it for a year. Uh, it's cheaper for you guys. You save money. And uh, I'll keep pumping out stuff. I share my weekly workouts every week. We're going to do at least four challenges every single year inside of that. On top of that, all the programs we're going to add. And then we obviously take requests from you guys. So 
I'm not saying this to toot my own horn, but I don't know if you're going to find another app where you're getting as much stuff as we're giving out for the price point and the amount of coaching you get and the questions that we answer. I just don't think anybody can fuck with it. That's how confident I am when I say that. I really have put, you know, a lot, um, more than you'll ever know, uh, into it. So hopefully you guys appreciate it. And if you dig it, obviously bring your friends in and we can all have a sweaty, awful, amazing, miserable time together inside of there. And then real quick, this episode is brought to you by my friends at Athletic Greens. The one thing I take every single day, I was just traveling to Oregon uh, this past weekend, took my greens with me, rip it, throw it in some water, slam it, get all my micronutrients in for the day, especially when you're traveling and you're out and about and it's hard to eat the way you want to eat, even though Heather and I are very diligent about it. It is tough when you're doing stuff with friends and family and you're just, you know, in an environment that is a lot of it is outside of your control. That is something that you can control. So if you guys want to check it out, we'll give you a year supply of vitamin D and five for travel packs with your first order. Athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get hooked up with that. There's probiotics in there. There's digestive enzymes in there. It's the best tasting greens on the planet. But if you're unsure, well, Jeremy, I'm not sure I want to invest in it. That's cool. Hit us up. And again, I've said this the last couple episodes. Don't be a weirdo. Like, don't feel strange messaging us asking. We're telling you to do so. We will send you a pack right to your front door. You can try it, see if you like it, and if you dig it, then get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. So send us all your info. We'll get you the greens to try, see what you think, and if you got questions, I'm happy to answer as you guys are in there. Otherwise, if you want to try it right now, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get all the free stuff today. Uh, the other sponsors in the show notes are friends at dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness. You can buy a bottle of wine, get the next bottle for a penny. It's organic, vegan, low alcohol, low sugar. It's the best wine, according to my wife, and I tend not to argue with her. And if you're married, you know what I'm talking about. Next on my list are friends at beamtlc.com. Beam CBD, I take the dream product to go to sleep probably five or six nights a week. If you want a free sample of that, message us. We'll send you the free packs. I don't care where you're at. We'll give you a couple nights to try, see if it helps you sleep. Otherwise, if you go on the site, beamtlc.com, you're going to get 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions, and you just got to put in the code Jeremy Scott to save you guys all the money. It's no THC. It's not habit-forming. You don't wake up feeling groggy. You just wake up feeling like a badass, ready to kick the shit out of the world. So beamtlc.com, code Jeremy Scott. Otherwise, message us for the free samples. And our friends at Sleeves Sold Separately, where I get my joggers, hoodies, and my T-shirts, we have a discount code for those guys. It's in the show notes. It's jscott15 for 15% off. And if you guys know me, um, I don't bullshit you on the clothes. Like these things last forever. It's the same quality you'd get as like a like a Lululemon or an Athleta or something like that. And the, the clothes really do last. And obviously, I love them. Uh, you can wear them, sweat in them, and they never smell like a hot dumpster, which is an added bonus. And our friends at JLab Pro, jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com, where I get my protein, turmeric, collagen, krill oils. If you guys want to check that out, it's in the show notes. We have discount codes always on those four items and oftentimes on the whole site itself. And again, if you guys want a lot of these guides we have, like we have macro guides, carb cycling guides, uh, smoothie guides, high protein pack recipe guides, supplement guides, those are all in our app as well. You get all that. So if you hate me and think my workouts suck, if nothing else, you can go inside the app, read through all those, get all the information for a buck, and like you can bounce if you want to. But what I'm saying is we're giving out so much 
in my opinion, important, relevant information to help you be healthier and happier. All those things are there. But again, like I mentioned, if you guys uh, want some of those, message us. And obviously, if you're on the newsletter, if not, hit us up. We're happy to add you guys and we'll get that cracking as well. But all the other podcast sponsors are in the show notes for you guys if you want to check them out. Now, on to the episode today. Now, admittedly, it is about 2.30 here, and I've been up since the crack of dawn, walked my dog, did a bunch of work around the house, did a bunch of app work, did my own workout. I'm sitting in my own sweaty mess of a diaper here, which is pretty disgusting, but I'm dedicated to you guys, and I'm going to be gone this weekend, so this is the only time I could squeeze this bad boy in. So I'm going to do my best to make this valuable to all of you. I'm also going to put it in the newsletter, which is going to come out on Sunday, and I'm going to update the Jeremy Scuffins blog as well, so you guys will see it on there. Again, if not, if you guys ever go to the jeremyscuffins.com website, click the blog tab, a lot of recipes, a lot of podcast stuff in there, and a lot of things that we don't share um, on here, just because it, it works better in written format than the audio version. But over the last couple of years, I've updated a blog on my birthday, or like right around it, dropping what I like to call some real knowledge bombs um, that I think could help you guys live a more meaningful life. And like every year to say that, you know, 2022 um, so far hasn't went exactly to plan would be an understatement. It's no no dumpster fire of, of 2020 for sure. Um, even though the world is just still just, maybe it's me, but I think you guys probably feel this like, it's just fucking weird, right? Like, doesn't stuff just seem strange? And I know, like, everything is always changing and evolving and things are different and things never stay the same and I, I don't believe they should. And people will say things like, well, you know, I really I really hate change or dislike change or I don't enjoy change, but changes happen no matter what. Like, it just it just is. We, we evolve in the world as people. and But just with coming out of, like, a pandemic and how the financial system is just a, just a shit show. Um, the, the housing, uh, situation has been a dumpster fire. Uh, the inflation, if you believe it's 9%, I got some oceanfront property in, uh, Minnesota to sell you. It's just, it's been really strange, man. It is really weird. And, uh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I try to live in my own little bubble here. I'm aware of everything that goes on, but it just, uh, it, it's not adding up to me. Um, and I'd be interested to see what the next 6, 12, 18 months are like in terms of uh, how everything kind of plays out with uh, the whole financial impact of, of what we've done the last couple of years. I get a feeling it's not going to be ideal for a lot of people. And I think when the tide goes out, you'll see who's who's got their clothes on and who's been skinny dipping for sure. But like all years, you know, some of it went a little bit better, some of it, uh, you know, uh, a little bit worse. And I guess that's what life is, you know, taking your problems kind of head on and kicking the shit out of them and uh, just really becoming a better version of yourself. And that's my hope for all of you guys day after day, year after year. And every, you know, kind of August 12th or 13th, uh, I scroll through my life on social media and and see all the places I've been and the cool things I've done and the people I've got to meet over the last 364 days. And I mean this with all sincerity, uh, it still amazes me. Uh, how badass my life is and how blessed I really am. And that really doesn't even do it justice. I, I really am thankful every day I can wake up and live this life and be this person. 
And I say that just because I could be a different human, right? Like, and I don't mean like I could be, you know, Roger from Nebraska. Like I, a couple different turns in my life, a couple different paths. I, I do, you know, the wrong thing here. Uh, I miss the opportunity there. I don't meet this person when I met this person. I took an opportunity when I shouldn't have, or I got presented something too late or too early. And I could easily be, you know, just Jeremy, the fucking truck driver, you know, or Jeremy, the factory worker, or Jeremy, the school teacher. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things, by the way. But I wouldn't be this person. I, the odds of me looking this way, um, thinking this way, having read the things I've read, shared the the relationships and the stories and conversations would be completely different. And the older I get, the more I think about that. And I'm going to touch on point number one here in a second. And I don't, because I'm going to amend it really. But uh, I don't know. I, I used to always say like, I didn't believe in luck, but now I... I can't be naive enough, to, whether it's luck or, you know, divine intervention or uh, source energy or the fucking universe or, you know, unicorn tears. I don't know what it is, but I kind of feel lucky uh, in a lot of ways. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I've eaten a lot of shit in my life and I've been through some shitty days, man, and some, some really shitty seasons where I question, like, if I even want to like be here or be alive. And I think, you know, everybody's probably had a moment kind of similar to that. And I've had a handful of those for sure. But even with that shit, man, I just, I don't know. I feel lucky in a lot of ways, uh, you know, and, and a lot of friends of mine and people who have been quote unquote successful um, in their profession and in their life and, and with the money that they've made and stuff, sometimes don't like to hear that. And they'll always come to me and say, well, you know, you've worked so hard, dude. You've killed yourself. You've given up all these things. You've worked at this insane pace and you've done all these things most people won't do. That's not luck. I go, but even with that said, there's a lot of people out there who work their fucking ass off, man. Like there's a lot of people who do insanely hard manual labor and do these super hard jobs and things just don't work out for them the way they have, I guess, kind of worked out for me. And so I do feel very blessed and lucky and humbled by all of that and that maybe uh, there's some like guilt in there to where I feel like all those things whether it's timing or meeting the right person at the right time or, or building the right relationships or just you know thinking the way I think and liking the things that I like that that can't have all happened just for me to enrich my own life and I'm not talking like I, I don't deserve to you know drive a nice car and live in a nice house and eat at nice restaurants and take nice vacations. But if that's all I did with all of the opportunities that I got and I took all of the money that I made and all I did was siphon it off to just enrich my own life personally, I feel like that would have been a waste and that's not why things have happened for me. And again, that doesn't really have anything to do with the lessons here, but it's just something that I think about as I get older and I look at the world, and if there's really 8 billion people, and if you ranked them all in terms of, like, not just where they started, but, you know, their life overall happiness, how healthy they are, 
you know, what country they were born in, what kind of family and friends they were surrounded by, what decisions they did or didn't make. Like, I got to feel like I, I got a pretty good fucking hand, man. Like, I got dealt some pretty good cards, even with the shit, man. And obviously, you know, like, there's going to be good and bad with everybody in every scenario. And even the person you think who has the perfect life, they're dealing with shit that, you know, you probably wouldn't want to carry. But I, I really have just thought about that a lot as I get older. Like, man, I've been really blessed to meet some really awesome people. And that's, I guess, one of the biggest things is just like, I realize relationships and people are kind of everything, man. Like, without that, and, and being obviously being healthy and, and happy, and that comes with the relationships and the people in your life and the experiences you share. Without that, like, what the fuck are we even doing here? You know, like, what is this even about? You know, and I think sometimes we waste so much energy and time on shit that doesn't matter at all. And so I've I've been really conscious to uh, just really appreciate all that's kind of happened for me. And and as I look back on the year, I I think about the mistakes I've made and the lessons I've learned, you know, the past, you know, 12 months and then the past like 38 years. And it makes me want to share them with you guys and, and maybe just maybe you know, it could help you through some obstacles, some tough times, or just maybe let you see the world through different eyes for a minute. And, you know, my eyes, if you will, uh, the the fucked up lenses that I I look at the world through, which, you know, as crazy as I know, I am, I'm able to harness this crazy now. And so I'm very happy that this is what, this is how I think. And this is the kind of the life that I've been living in 39 years, 39 life lessons here. And the first one, which I touched on early, I said I don't believe in luck. I believe in opportunity and how well we are prepared for these opportunities when they arise. And even people, you know, who play the lottery, you know, have to go buy a ticket. And yeah, there's always going to be some work in there. But I do believe there's a little bit of luck involved in certain things. You know, if you're a sports person, it's uh, sometimes it's just the way the ball bounces, man. You know, you get um, you get a lucky break. And I guess the way I would phrase that now as I'm older is I don't believe in just like pure, you know, luck, repeated luck consistently over decades. That's not how people become happy and healthy and, you know, uh, well-rounded and become financially successful and become fulfilled. That, that That's not what that is. But I do think there are moments in your life where there's windows of of luck that come your way. And if you are prepared and you can see it and not get bogged down by the noise and the bullshit, you can take advantage of it and it can change the overall happiness of your life. Number two, life is not fair, man. The sooner you realize it, the better. And I don't know how else to say it. If you can learn that lesson early on in life, I think sports uh, is a great teacher of that for sure. If you got, uh, you know, parents like mine and uh, they're willing to kick you the reel, I think that makes it easier too. But life is definitely not fair, man. Some people, you know, get better breaks than others. And some people got to walk through fucking hell um, at an early age and some people later in life. And, and sometimes just shitty things happen to good people. And I, I don't have any other explanation, but that is the, that is 100% truth. Number three, always tell the truth, even if it's not what people want to hear. 
they'll be better off for it in the long run. And this is not just coworkers. This is most definitely your friends. This is most definitely your family. And certainly the people closest to you, whether that's your husband or your wife um, or your kids. I'd much rather know the reality, even though the older I get and the more educated I become with the awesome amount of people who surround me. Ignorance really would be bliss in certain moments, but me personally, I'd still rather know the truth and what the hell is really going on with uh, with the world and, and what reality really is. Number four, train as if the whole world is watching you. See if it doesn't help you kick ass in your next workout session. I'm a big believer in this. Obviously, we do a lot of stuff on video here, uh, and it helps. But if you imagine yourself, you know, doing a workout in the middle of, you know, a giant football arena, and you got a hundred thousand people watching you, odds are you're going to see things through, and you're not going to cut it short. You're not going to half-ass it because there is some social pressure out there. Now, you shouldn't have to do it for social pressure, but there is something to be said about that. Number five, focus on your problems. Excuse me. Don't focus on your problems. That's bullshit. Don't focus on your problems. Focus on the solutions to fix those problems. It'll save you precious time. You can be aware of your problems. You can be conscious about them. But setting and dwelling on them doesn't do anything. When something goes wrong here, and it's probably one of the things that I am like the worst at, is when there is a problem, I get so fixated on finding a solution or a resolution and getting it solved immediately. It drives me fucking insane until it gets fixed or rectified. And uh, Heather's seen this in me for years. And uh, it kind of takes over my my brain at times where it's not that I tone everything else out, but I, I'm so just laser focused on how do I get rid of this thing? And if it's something that I can't control, uh, initially, it really bugs the hell out of me, but I don't focus on the problem itself. I just try to find a way to fix it. Number six, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. I personally stopped worrying about 99% of my problems years ago, and I'm a much happier person because of it. And one of the things, honestly, is because most of the problems, they're either not problems at all, if you can look at it through a different lens, or they're luxury problems or they're bullshit problems, and it doesn't do me any good focusing on them. And obviously, everybody's different, and you're in a different boat. And when I say luxury problems, it's like, hey, I want to, you know, move houses, but, you know, the interest rates are too high or the prices increase too much and you sit and focus on that. Like, yeah, it's a problem, but that's a luxury problem. You already got a house to live in, you know, to keep you safe from animals and elements or I really want this car, but it only comes in green. Well, it's like if you really want the car and you can drive a green car, it's fine. But otherwise you can drive a different car. You can, you know, do something different. That's not a, a major problem. And I think a lot of times we worry about these little things that are so minute and minuscule, it's really not worth your time, effort, and your energy. Number seven, don't wait for things to happen because they never will. You need to get off your ass and go make things happen. And this goes for damn near everything in life. You know, I mentioned earlier, even the people who win the lottery got to get off their ass and go buy a ticket 
or I think now you can probably do it on your cell phone from your couch, but you still had to put in the effort to uh, enter your credit card, click some buttons and, and make some purchases. My dad, I think I probably have this in here somewhere else, but my dad would always say, you know, you can wish for something and, excuse me, he'd always say, I'm losing my mind, I'm so tired today. Uh, he'd say you can um, wish in one hand and you can shit in another. See which one fills up faster. And, you know, that to me goes hand in hand with don't wait for things to happen because they never will. You know, you have to get up and actually do something. And you can't be mad about results you're not getting by work you didn't do. You just have to put in the work. And anybody you look at that you look up to or revere or have respect for or maybe idolize in some way for what they have or what they've done or where they are, they have more than likely worked their ass off to get there and continue to do so every single day. Number eight. The best time to start changing your eating and training habits is right now. The second best time was yesterday. And again, I've said this a million times on here, you'll never have more time in your life than you do right now to be fit, healthy, happy, and go chase your dreams. And, you know, God willing with, you know, technology in the world, and if, if you're close to 40 years old, odds are you got another at least 40 years left in this earth. You have a whole other fucking lifetime. But don't wait, man. I've never met anybody who's like, you know what, I, I wish I would have waited longer to start eating better. I wish I would have waited longer to exercise. I wish I would have waited longer to make mobility a priority. Nobody says that. Number nine, never compare how you look to other people you see on social media, TV, in the gym, magazines, whatever it is. We're all dealt a different genetic card. And our own personal bests and ideals are going to differ widely between one another. We have different bodies. We have different goals. We have different journeys. It does you no good to look and covet what somebody else looks like because you don't have the same parents. You don't have the exact same DNA. You're going to be uniquely you, and you should embrace that because it's amazing. Number 10. I read once, you are the average of the five people you associate with the most. I believe Jim Rohn is the originator of this quote. I think back on my life, and I look at my life now, and I find this to be scary and also ridiculously true. If you want to know where you're going to be in a couple of years, just look at your circle of friends. It's, it's a real good indicator of who you are, where you are, and ultimately like where you're going to end up. Number 11, you can't help people unless they're willing to help themselves. I found that you can't want to reach someone else's goals more than they do. And being in fitness and doing what I do, this is a tough truth to uh, to swallow, but it's reality. It's the old, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. There's so many people that, you know, I've wanted to help and I tried to help, but for some reason they just... They can't connect the dots, they can't uh, get out of their own way, and they can't put the pieces of the puzzle together. And all I can do is keep just banging on my drum, and hopefully one day they come along for the ride. Number 12, there is no magic pill. Hard work, healthy eating trumps all. So buckle up for a tough ride and enjoy the journey to a better body and a better life. There's nothing else that's going to make this shit easy, man. I've talked about this before. Uh, I'm glad it's hard. It's uh, you got to earn membership into this club here. You got to go through a little bit of hell. You got to delay some gratification. You got to do things other people won't do. 
you probably have to eat right on the days you don't want to eat right. You probably have to work out on the days you don't want to work out. You treat it like it's a, a profession. If you really want to reach a different level of the way you look, move, and feel, especially as you get older. And they're never, there's never going to be a fucking pill for it, man. There just, there isn't. There's, there's no way that that can happen. It just, it's not a thing. And so stop wasting time looking for quick fixes and just commit to doing hard shit and you're going to get there. Number 13, educating yourself is the best investment you can make. I'll stand by that until the day I drop dead. Number 14, get out of your comfort zone. Doing something we are uncomfortable with is difficult at first, and in some cases, it's always going to be difficult. However, the best personal growth I have ever made, whether it be physically, socially, emotionally, is when I'm stepping way beyond my comfort zone. And looking at problems not as these debilitating, crippling, you know, stress balls, but looking at them as opportunities. And it's tough to do, man, especially when you're in the shit and you're dealing with a lot of fucking garbage in your life. But that's an opportunity for you to build up some strength, whether it's physically or mentally, and kind of callous your your mind and callous your life. So when the next thing does happen, it doesn't cripple you and you just bust right through it like a fucking badass, man. Number 15. Instead of bitching about what you don't have, sit back and appreciate all the things that you do have. Odds are it's much more than you think. And I think this is an important one. If you guys are on YouTube, you can see the t-shirt I'm wearing. It says, don't go broke trying to look rich. That's what I mean when I read this one specifically. Because a lot of people out there complaining about the stuff. The material stuff that they don't have. And... Again, I'm not against it, man, but you already have so much more than so many people on this planet. You already have so much more than the generations had before you. Like, we really do live like fucking kings, man, a lot of us. And I know it's tough because you're always comparing to this era and like the upper, you know, 1%. And if you look back historically in time, if, if you would meet your grand, imagine your grandma and grandpa, right? So you right now are, let's say, 26 years old, 38 years old, 44 years old. You're listening to this, and you're like, you know what? This is the house I live in. Here's what we have. Here's all the technology. Here's everything at my fingertips. And you could somehow meet your grandparents at your age. So if you're 26, you meet your grandma and grandma at 26, and you see their house and what they lived in and what they did, and you see your stuff. You got five fucking TVs in your house. You got central air conditioning. You got central heat. You can stream everything within seconds. They have none of that shit. Zero. If you're in Arizona, you got a swimming pool. It's pretty fucking amazing. You know, you have a car that probably has a backup camera in it. It probably even has sensors to tell you when to stop and if there's people next to you. They had none of that shit. You probably have 10 pairs of shoes. 10 pairs of pants, 20 different shirts. They had none of that. If you really think about all the things you have in your life, odds are you have much more than you think and that you'll ever need in probably a handful of lifetimes. Number 16, under promise and over deliver. Never make promises you can't keep. 
This goes for work. This goes for friends. This goes for family and anybody you come across in your life. Number 17. I can't know this one, man. At least once a year, get wasted drunk with your best friends. Now, as I get older, you really pay the price, man, when you get wasted. Uh, so maybe I'll change this one to at least once a year, get a buzz with your friends and talk shit and have fun, reminisce about, you know, quote unquote, the good old days. But getting so shit canned the next day feels like trash internally, externally. That's a rough one, man. I guess the point is you should cut loose. And what cutting loose is just really enjoying time with friends and family. And for some people, that's booze. Some people, it's smoking weed. Some people, that's just playing basketball. Some people, it's playing cards or just whatever it may be. I think you do need to reconnect with the people who are really close to you in your life and share moments with them. And uh, it's something that uh, I'll always make time for and I'll always do. Number 18. Set goals with deadlines and have some accountability. It's a powerful tool if you use it correctly. So you set a goal, you set a deadline, and you put your feet to the fire and you hold yourself accountable for it. There's no wavering. It's it's a non-negotiable. It's a mandatory thing, and you just work your ass off, and you make that deadline happen. Number 19. This is for mostly... The fitness people, um, the diehards in life that are listening, the young fitness pros, the people who who think they want to do this for a living or maybe know they want to do it for a living and they're in it and they're really connected to it. There is more to life than fitness competitions, photo shoots, looking great on Instagram videos and working out and exercise. Your life is about some kind of balance. And the better you manage that, the happier and the more well-rounded of a person you're going to be. Now, I'm not telling you where that balance is. I'm not telling you you can't be, you know, shredded every single day. I'm not telling you you got to take time off the gym. But what I'm saying is it's not just what you do in the gym. That's where you're in the lab. You're working, you're crafting stuff. It's what lessons can you learn in there about yourself and the people you serve that you can take to the outside world to make that place better. Because if all those skills just die in the gym, and I don't just mean like learning how to split squat or learning how to clean and snatch. I mean the skills you learn in here. The mental resolve. Like if you can push through some of the stuff here physically and mentally, you can harness that and take that into your outside life, into your marriage, into your finances, into your hobbies, into your social circles. And that, my friends, is going to make you a better, more balanced, healthy, happier, well-rounded person. Number 20. If you care about people and you love them, tell them. And tell them often because they won't be around forever. And uh, having lost people the last couple of years, this is, this is a real one, man. And uh, whether that's text or email or phone calls or whatever, but just give people their flowers while they're here. You know, don't wait till they're dead. Number 21. Odds are you won't regret the things you did do, but more than likely the things you didn't do. And the way I think about that is the chances that you didn't take and the work that you didn't put in. And I'm not telling you how to do it, but if there's something that you've been wanting to do, take a chance. 
and uh, and do it now and live your life with intention and uh, look back and, and don't have any regrets about it. And Heather and I have, have uh, made a lot of conscious choices over the years about how we want to do things. And I'm sure sometimes for her, uh, painful um, to delay gratification for certain things that I knew needed to be done. Um, lucky enough, she's cool with it and it's, it's all worked out. So don't look like a complete dipshit. But one of the things that we did do that was easy was, Hey, we're going to make traveling a priority. We're going to make adventure a priority. We're going to make experience a priority. And honestly, it, it's made us better people. Uh, it's probably, you know, saved our marriage, made it, made a better marriage than we would have had before. If we just got into these, you know, kind of, I don't, how do I say this? Like rat race fucking routines where you're living the same life as, as everybody else, which again, if you're happy, there's, I'm not judging. There's nothing wrong with that, but that can't be all my life is about is just the same mundane shit over and over and over and over again. Now I'm a person of routine. Um, I like my routine. I like the way that I do things, but we didn't want to look back on life and say, Hey man, you know, I wish we would have went to, you know, the Vatican. I wish I would have got to walk around the Coliseum. I wish we would have went to Mykonos or, you know, saw Santorini or I, you know, I wish we, we could have visited Barcelona. Like, no, we, we did these things. And I just know I might be dead one day. Um, obviously I will be, um, could be tomorrow, could be 50 years from now, but maybe something happens where I don't get the chance to go do that. And I would regret not being able to see certain things and meet certain people and go certain places. And that's all I'm saying to you guys. I'm not saying you have to go travel. I'm not saying you have to quit your job and start a business, but you're going to regret the things that you didn't try to do and you didn't go after in your life. Um, and if you don't believe me, go to a nursing home and talk to some, some older people and uh, listen to them. And when you can see regret in their eyes and you can hear it in their voice, it's uh it's one of the sadder things, man. And I, I don't want any of you guys to be there. So if you're healthy enough and you're capable enough, do the shit you want to do. Take some fucking chances, man. And I mean that. Number 22, never compromise who you are for what you want or where you're trying to go. Especially if you're doing it for money, man. Especially if you're doing it for stuff. Because the most valuable character trait you have is your integrity. So hold on to it tightly and never fucking let it go and never sell it, dude. Because when you sell that, then you have nothing. Your word is everything. It really is. The person you are is everything. That is your legacy. That's what people will remember. No one's going to give a shit about you in a thousand years, no matter what. They just won't remember you. And no one's going to care how much money you made. No one's going to care about any of these things. But you'll know every day that you're a good person and you steadfast to your beliefs and your values, whatever those are to you, own those things. And you'll attract people very similar to you, which in turn will make you have an amazing life while you're here and your legacy will live on through them. And I do believe that does make the world a better place. Number 23, my greatest successes so far in life have come from taking huge risks, Diving into the unknown with the 50-50 chance at best of complete fucking failure. And uh, it's not fun. It's not easy. I, um, you can try to hedge your bets the best you can when you, when you take these uh, risks in life. But what I've found for me, if I bet on myself and it's in those sink or swim moments, you find out what kind of person you really are. 
And if your back's against the wall and you're willing to, to fucking do things other people won't do, um, you'll get there. And I know for me, the only way I'm going to lose is if I quit. That's it. The only way it's not going to happen for me is if I just completely give up and quit and I stop trying. But as long as I can breathe, as long as I can try, as long as I can show up and give effort, like I'm going to fucking win. And you you are all very similar. I, I touched on this earlier and I shared it. Um, actually, I haven't shared it with anybody yet. I filmed the videos earlier today and uh, I'll probably drip it out tomorrow. And it's a Tim Grover quote who was uh, Michael Jordan's trainer. I saw it real quick in passing on a clip and the quote he shared was, if you think the price of winning is too high, wait until you get the bill for regret. I'll say that again. If you think the price of winning is too high, wait until you get the bill for regret. Now, if that doesn't hit you like a ton of bricks, I don't know what will. It's, you know, I have the utmost respect for people who just try. People who go to the arena. People who put in the effort. But it's the people who don't try at all, man. Those are the ones I don't have as much respect for. And those are the ones who are going to look back on their life wishing they would have done more with their time, effort, energy. So take the fucking chances, man. Which brings me to number 24. It's never too late. I don't care if you're 19 or you're 97. You have the rest of your life to pursue your dreams and passions. Almost anything is possible if you want it bad enough and you're willing to work your fucking ass off for it. Now notice I didn't say everything is possible. If you're like me, and you're going to be 39 years old in a day or two, and uh, you think you're going to play quarterback in the NFL for the Minnesota Vikings, that is not possible. The ship sailed. It's not going to happen for you. No matter how much you practice, no matter how strong an arm you got, no matter how good your footwork is, they're not signing a 39-year-old rookie. But in all seriousness, you have a lot of time left. You really do. I know a lot of people think like if it doesn't pop off by the time they're 30, their life is over. If it didn't happen by the time they're 40, it's never going to happen. Oh, I'm 50 years old. My life's almost done. No, bro. This is in 1883. You're not past life expectancy. Odds are you're going to live another 30, 40, 50 fucking years. You got a long time. You have a whole second life. You got a whole another chapter. You can do something completely different if you want to. You just have to have a belief in yourself. And you got to be willing to eat some shit. You got to be willing to learn some new skills. But if you do that, there's there's so many things out there at your fingertips with technology and the way we connect with people now and all the things we can do. So again, you have the rest of your life to pursue your dreams and passions. If you've been working a corporate job for 15 years, you can fucking quit tomorrow. If Now, if you got five kids and you're the main breadwinner at your household, don't quit your job and then message me like, well, Jeremy, I quit and I'm going to start a fucking knitting business. Like that's not what I'm telling you to do. However, if you think it through and you be like a reluctant entrepreneur or you start doing something different, like, oh, I want to learn yoga or I want to learn piano or whatever it may be, you have decades to do it, but you just have to put the pieces in play. And if it hasn't worked out for you yet, you haven't found your calling, you haven't got married yet, you haven't bought a house yet, you haven't done all these things that are on the checkmark list of your age, that stuff's all bullshit, by the way. These these fake times, like if you're not married yet, or you don't have kids yet, or you didn't find your career yet, or you didn't you know, find your true passion, it's okay. You still got time. It doesn't fucking matter. And it, the, the biggest lie 
that people tell in the world and probably like your parents too. Um, cause no offense. They're probably full of shit, man. Nobody's got it figured out, dude. Nobody. Now I know who I am as a person today and I like this person better than the person I was at, you know, 22 and maybe, maybe 22. I was better than I was at 15. I don't know. It's kind of a fuck face the whole span. But the point is, is that nobody knows what they're supposed to be doing. I, I feel it like inside. Uh, I get conflicted at times too, but I don't have the world figured out. I really don't. And the, the older I get and the smarter I get and the more mistakes I make, the more I learn, the wiser I get, the more I question everything and the more I'm like, what the fuck am I even doing, man? You know, and I like to think that I'm making the right choices and, and doing the right things, but nobody has life figured out, dude. Nobody has it all together. We're all just, you know, in some way confused and lost and trying to make sense of, of all the things going on on this fucking you know, sphere that's just hurtling through outer space, dude. Like the whole thing, it baffles me. So if you feel like you're not where you need to be yet, just know the journey is everything. Um, I don't know if there's a destination for you. And uh, even if there is, the journey is going to continue. So just appreciate this stage of where you're at and, you know, be mindful of everything that's in front of you and everything that's going on and you're going to find your way. Number 25. Don't live your life in the rear view. You can't change what happened last week, last month, or last year. So get over it. Move forward. You're going to miss what's happening right now. And you're going to miss all the opportunities that are in front of you. And the way I phrase this to a lot of people is, if if I got punched in the face on Monday and I fell on the ground, that's okay. If you came back on Friday and I was still laying on the ground, that's a problem. That's me living in the past. And I'm sure some shit's happened to you. Um, You know, a friend was an asshole to you. Uh, Maybe you got fired from your job. Uh, Maybe your your husband or wife uh, left you or or cheated on you or did whatever. Again, I don't know. I'm not telling you how to deal with that. But, you know, you can't live life in the past, man. And you can't hold on to that shit because it just poisons you. Whether you have to, you know, forgive people. And I don't mean like you're forgiving their actions, but you're forgiving them because it's you're really giving yourself a release. Because by holding on to those things, it just poisons you. It makes you sick. It ruins your relationships moving forward. If people have done you wrong and, and things have went shit in your life, you have to just forgive that. It's a forgiveness for you. It's a cleansing for you. Because that weight of you carrying that, it's too fucking heavy, man. It'll crush you over time and it'll change who you are. And you're going to miss everything happening today. And like I said, all the awesome things coming your way in the future. Number 26, cardio sucks. Is what it is, man. Nobody likes just cardio. It's fucking stupid. But it's great for your heart and you have to do it. If you can build it into a Metcon, even better. Number 27, if you're lucky enough to find a beautiful woman or man or unicorn, whatever you're into, who can deal with you and all your issues and all your bullshit, Hold on to them, appreciate them, and tell them that you love them daily. Love you, Heather. Uh, Couldn't do it without you. You already know that. Even though you're a different level of crazy, uh, but so am I, man. I just feel like my crazy is better than yours. But, of course, that's my ego speaking because I like 
kind of my crazy. I don't like hers and vice versa. Actually, I don't really like mine. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I love her to death. And if you guys are lucky enough to find a teammate and a partner, um, just appreciate them. Don't take them for granted. And uh, instead of nitpicking at all the fucking things they don't do right and they do wrong, really just lift them up and, and realize that you wouldn't be where you're at without them and vice versa. And it really is a team thing. And I've said this on here before, and I doubt Heather even listens to this because she's heard this episode a hundred times at this point. But, and I'm not just trying to gas her up here. I, I really couldn't do this without her. It just wouldn't work. Um, I don't I don't know if it ever would even gotten to this, this place in point, but I really couldn't. And even if you think you're the dominant partner and you do all these things and your partner doesn't do this, it's a team thing. You know, I always go basketball, right? Like, like Jordan Scotty, like maybe you're the, the main scorer, but then maybe that person is the main rebounder or the main assist person or the main defender. You're going to play off each other. You really are. And, uh, I do feel lucky. And again, I'll, I'll use that phrase to have met my wife in the time that I met her just for the simple fact of what if I meet a different person? And I'm not this, you know, believer in like, well, there's, here's your soulmate. And maybe you guys believe in that. I just, I don't, I don't believe in that thing. I think you can be happy with a lot of different people in your life. Like if, if Heather married, you know, Bob from Sacramento, like maybe they'd have a great fucking life. And if I married, you know, you know, Cindy from Wichita, like maybe we'd have a great life, right? But maybe it wouldn't be as awesome as this. We wouldn't match this well. We wouldn't have this kind of synergy. So I have to believe, you know, in some divine intervention and some luck with why would I go to Dos Gringos, which is the bar I met my wife at on that night and stand in that spot and have her drunk ass friend Monica hurl ice at me across the bar and go over there and offer to buy her a beer. Of all the bars in all of, if you've been to Old Town Scottsdale, there's a lot of bars, you guys. There's a ton. She could have went to any bar. I could have went to any bar. I'm from Minnesota. She's from Washington State. What are the fucking odds, right? So I do believe there is something to that. However, this is not the point of this lesson. It's just I really do think if you can find a good teammate, man, um, just let them know and do not take them for granted because we tend to be meanest to the people closest to us. Um, they get to see all sides of us and we tend to sometimes unleash on them or unload on them. And you should never do that because they're literally the only person on your team. They're in your foxhole and they're really the, the only person who's like, who's down for you for life other than, you know, probably your mom or dad, but sometimes even mom and dad aren't, uh, aren't always there for you. So just tell them you love them. Um, they'll appreciate it. Number 28, treat people exactly how you want them to be treated every single day of your life. It's a golden rule, man. Number 29, enjoy your health and understand it's the most precious gift that you'll ever been given. And without it, you literally have fucking nothing. And I don't get it, man. I just, I can't get lost in this. I got stuff to do here, but it baffles me how people will take way better care of their car in way better care of their house than they will their physical body. Now, I'm not saying don't wash your car and clean it out. I'm not saying don't take care of your home. It's where you live. But it's your body. It's the one thing that controls everything else. I'm not saying you got to work out like me. I'm not saying you got to eat what I eat and do what I do. But man, 
it's a gift that you can run, you can jump, you can move, you can skip, you can think, you can breathe, you can laugh, you can cry because you feel a certain way. And if your body is not where you want it to be because of the decisions you're making, because of the food you're eating and the things you're drinking and the things you're watching and not getting good sleep and you're stressing yourself out, worrying about bullshit, stop fucking doing that. Enjoy your health, you guys. It is the end-all, be-all of everything. And the healthier you are, the happier you are. The healthier you are, the more productive you are. I promise you that. Number 30, see your life for what it is. Not worse than it is but instead see it for what it actually is. If you can do that, which many people can't, I'll ask you to take it like one step further and see your life better than it is, like what you want it to be in the future. Uh, We call that like mindsight, that vision and that belief in yourself. And if you want something, you have to tap into that internal demand and put this like positive pressure on yourself that nobody else can. And that'll allow you to create any life that you choose to live. Start building a life that's your own. Stop just living whatever's coming your way. Like really just demand more from yourself than anybody else ever would. Because that's who you're competing with. You're not competing with your fucking neighbor, not the person on social media, not the person down the street. You're just competing with yourself. And you're trying to push your limits. And you're trying to stretch your talent as far as humanly possible. Number 31. How you spend your time is more important than the money you have in the bank. Now you can't be broke. That's not what I'm saying. But how you spend your time is more important than just the money you have in the bank. Spending your time doing what you love, enjoying your passions each and every day is everything in some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying punt your work and just go surfing for 10 hours a day unless you're a pro surfer and you get paid for it. However, don't just waste your time for money and things. It's never too late to start really loving and living your life. Think about it. What's more important to you? How you spend your time or how you spend your money. Again, if you look at what people value, it's typically how they spend their time and how they spend their money. And obviously we live in an economical world. I know you need money and you have to do certain things, but don't do that at the cost of your happiness and don't do it at the cost of your health and don't spend all your time doing some shit you hate just to buy stuff you don't fucking need to impress people you don't fucking like. Do not do that. A job can be a means to an end, and sometimes you can work a job you don't like to put you in a position to do something you do like in the future. That is a great thing to do. And you can maybe downgrade material stuff to have more free time and have more happiness if that's the boat that you're currently in. But be really mindful of who you give your time to and what you spend your time doing. And that's kind of the the boat I'm in now. I... um. I don't know how to to draw a balance between that, but what I do know is I turn down a lot of things now um, for money because it's going to take too much of my time. And I already do too much, honestly, as it is. 
And so if someone's like, hey, man, can we hop on this phone call for, you know, 500 bucks? I don't want to do it more often than not because I need that hour to talk to my wife. I need that hour to walk my dog. I need that hour to, you know, make a phone call to my dad. There's certain things that I'm now drawing boundaries around because I really do need to make the most of my time, especially with how fast everything is going these days and the demand of of business and just life and and how weird things have been. So I've been really conscious about how I'm spending my time and and trying to make the most of it. And uh, it's a tough thing to do. But uh, if you guys do that, it it can change everything. Number 32, have sincere gratitude every day you wake up. Take at least a few minutes each day to be mindful of your blessings and understand the world would love to have your luxury problems. The reality is two-thirds of the world live on about three $3 a day. That's a real stat. About two-thirds of the world live on about $3 a day. Now, I'm not talking about in America. I'm talking about the world in general. That's why I always say if you, again, I don't want to get on this soapbox here, but Again, is America perfect? No, dude, it's, we do a lot of fucked up stupid stuff here, and we always have, and hopefully, as you know better, you do better, but a lot of people sitting out here on Twitter or Instagram or whatever social media platform on their $2,000 phones in their $2 million house drinking $8 coffees, driving a $100,000 car saying, America fucking sucks, I hate it, it's the worst place ever. I'm like, dude, you know how lucky... You are to have been born here. You understand that? Like, it's it's such a blessing. I could have been born in some village, like in the middle of like Africa, and have no shoes, and walking, you know, ten miles to get clean drinking water, and scavenging for for food. You know, I live in this place where there's an abundance of opportunity. There's a ton of competition too. But there's so much opportunity here. And you got to understand, You, I've said this earlier, you have so much more than you even understand. There's millions of people out there who would drink your toilet water because it's cleaner than their current option. That's real shit. There's millions of people, like millions, that would drink the water from your toilet because it is a cleaner, safer option than they have. Just understand you have so much more than so many others. So just finding gratitude and practicing gratitude each and every day for the littlest things, you can watch your life change. And I shared this. I drove here on Thursday morning. And uh, typically I, I come to work in the dark because I get my ass up early and, and I'm here working with our people. And it happened to just be cool enough to where I could roll the windows down on my truck and I could pop the sunroof. And I'm just just cruising, man. You know, I got some music playing. I got the windows open and I'm just driving down Hayden towards my gym here, which is a nice drive. A ton of palm trees lying the the streets and being a kid from, you know, the Midwest, like I never saw palm trees, maybe on 90210 when you wished you were Dylan McKay, by the way, who's the coolest fucking high school kid of all time. Um, And you're just, you're just like, man, this is fucking awesome. And I just had a moment of gratitude. Nothing more than that. I was going to come to work and, uh, you know, 
do some bullshit. Um, I had a fun day with some clients, a lot of work in between and a lot of like logistical, honestly, bullshit stuff that I didn't want to fucking do, um, which is how you make money. It's, it's part of running of a business. It's called being an adult. And I wasn't mad about it, but I'm just like, I have a, a busy ass work day ahead of me and I'm going to be super tired and exhausted by the time I get home. However, on the way to work, I'm like this, how bad? I'm like, just thinking in my head and maybe I'm just a real simplistic dude. And, uh, I mean, I am, I'm a fucking animal at the end of the day. Uh, I'm driving and like, you know what? I got a nice, my, in my 10 year old pickup truck, I'm like, I got it. This is a nice, I got a nice pickup truck. Like I'm thinking that in my head, I'm like, this is a nice truck for me. And, uh, I'm just driving and the windows are down and music's playing. I'm like, look at this shit. I'm driving to work. No one's around. I got a nice cool breeze. There's palm trees in the streets. I'm going to show up. I'm going to put on some rap music and we're going to sit here and work out and we're going to talk some shit. It's going to be a great fucking day and I'm healthy and I can move and I'm going to get a great workout in and I had an awesome day and so much gratitude just in my head in that 10 minute drive here thinking in that moment. I think if you just change the lenses and I'll talk about this at the end of this episode on how you see life and how you look at life, it really can change everything. Again, I'm not telling you got to be happy with nothing. But if you're listening to this, you either have a car, you have a computer, or you have a $2,000 phone. You have so much more than you even understand. Number 33, don't rush the seasons. In life, we get anxious and impatient, and we're constantly chasing the future. We become so focused on the season ahead, we miss the season that we're in. With your friends, with your family, if you have kids, with your kids, with your career. Just know you can't rush life. You got to take the seasons as they come. You have to enjoy them while they're here and be ready when the next season comes, if that's when your call is, if that's your time to shine. But you just got to go through the grades, man. You can't go from second grade to 10th grade overnight. You got to go through the grades. You're not ready yet. And a lot of people out there just being super impatient. And if you look at people who are, are high achievers, one of the biggest traits is they tend to not be deterred from their goals. And they're willing to commit to doing the hard work and seeing things through, even if it's not going to happen until a year or three years or five years, but they're just willing to put their head down, keep their North star and put the work in. Again, I've shared this on here many times. There's a lot of opportunities that came my way um, early on that I said no to because I just wasn't ready yet. And I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't have enough self-confidence. I didn't say yes to it, but it's the best thing I ever did because if I would have said yes, it would have rushed my process of being a professional here. It would have fucked up a lot of opportunities that would have came my way. And on the flip side, when I was younger, I wanted all this shit too, you know, quicker than everybody else. And I would look at other people, well, why does that guy have this? Why does that girl have that? That's bullshit. I'm better than them. And that's me trying to rush the season. That opportunity wasn't for me. I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't prepared yet. I would have squandered it and not used it correctly. Again, this goes back to my point. You guys have a long time more than likely to be here. You can do things, you can work your fucking ass off every day with a sense of urgency to get the things done. 
but laced with a level of patience that the results aren't going to come for a long time. And that's okay. Just enjoy the season that you're in and be ready for the next one when it comes. Number 34. We're all very similar. The richest to the poorest, the struggling to the most successful. I mentioned this earlier. None of us has this figured out, man. We don't. There isn't a magic day you're going to wake up and say, ah, I get it, including myself. Uh, Deep down, like I said, I'm just a kid playing adult. I internally feel like I'm 17 years old. And it's a lifelong process of failing and learning and improving. So if you feel like right now you're lost, unsure, scared, you don't know what you should be doing, trust me, you're not alone. Every single one of us feels this now and then. That's what makes us human. That's what makes us real. And that's really where the growth and the change happens. Number 35, enjoy the present and every day as a massive gift because it is. Don't always fix it in the future. Don't live in the past. We must enjoy today, right now, even the tough days because the journey is everything. The journey is life. Our life is not just weekends. It's not just vacations. It's not just parties. It's not just special events. Sure, that makes up probably, you know, 10 to to 20% of it. But the bulk of our existence is the other stuff. In the middle, the 80 to 90% of our normal Monday through Friday, that's our life. So work a job you love, spend time with people you enjoy, and make sure you're doing shit that you love every single fucking day, man. Start focusing more on enjoying and loving the 80 to 90% of your life. The things like the random Wednesday night with your wife or the Thursday afternoon with your kids. And stop working just for the fucking weekend again to pay for stuff. You have to start loving every day, even the weekdays. If you do that, your whole life will change for the better. Before I kick into number 26 here, it is monsooning outside here like something I ain't never seen before. I mean, this is just like whipping like fucking crazy man the sky is completely black if you're watching on youtube this video went from being like super light out to super dark and all i'm doing is doing the episode by candlelight like man this is a straight up just like badass hopefully this stops soon so i can go home anyways i'll carry on number 36 do things today for yourself that you 5 10 15 20 25 years from now Well, thank you for. This applies to paying off debt, if you can, investing in your retirement savings, making foam rolling mobility a daily practice even when you're not sore. Do it anyway. Preventative is what we call that. Changing your eating habits, changing your drinking habits, changing your sleeping habits so you can live the healthiest, happiest life today and also decades from now. The basic phrase If you'll make sacrifices now that most people won't, later you'll be able to live a life that these folks will never be able to live. If you live like no one else, later on you can live like no one else. But you have to start doing it today. Take care of yourself today so you five years from now can look back and say like, man, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Amanda, for doing this and putting me in a position to be successful, whether that's like saving for retirement, um, if that's making a better eating choice, if that's getting rid of shitty people in your life, 
whatever it may be, that is crucial and key. And you'll look back on your life and you will thank your younger self for it. Number 37. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to have bad days. And I know when I wrote this because it was 2020. And uh, I was there in, in 2020 more than anybody will probably ever know. Um, and there'll be more bad days ahead for me, just like there will be for you guys. But the key, especially for me during like the pandemic shit, I just didn't sit in a fucking corner and cry about it. These rough days only affirm how powerful like, you know, a human spirit is when it comes to kind of that fight or flight. Like we have a choice. We can rise up through the shit in our way or we can hide in like a, a, a box of self-pity. Only you can decide. And personally, I found out more about myself through shitty times than I ever did when things went right. And if you're willing to not back down, if you're willing to kind of fight, you'll become stronger. At least that's been my experience, and I believe it will be the same thing for you guys. And the, the way I like to phrase it, you know, is like, if you're going through hell, keep going. Why the fuck would you stay there? Number 38. Nothing is really ours in this life. Your house, your car, your clothes, your jewelry, all your material possessions, even if you own them. Like I own my house, right? Like I bought it years ago. I own it. It's only mine for the moment. Because I'll die and someone else will live there. And my legacy on this earth will not be remembered or defined by material possessions or the things that I acquired. These things don't drive me, they don't motivate me, or give me any real purpose or fulfillment in life. All really, I guess the way I want to say this is, all we really own in this life is moments in time. This is my time in history. To create, to help others, to give back, to make memories to enjoy, to love, to be around people that I care about. And I've been given some natural gifts for sure, and I've worked my ass off to acquire some others along the way. And uh, I said this earlier, I would feel sad and tragic if I wasted those gifts just trying to acquire things and status to boost my own ego and not use my gifts to make the world a better place. Which brings me, if the power doesn't go out here, because this thing is monsooning like a mofo, to number 39. And again, if you guys want a full list of this, we're going to throw all this up on the uh, newsletter, and it'll be also on the Jeremy Scott Fitness blog. Number 39. Be the person Bob Ross would want you to be. It's got to be my favorite. What I mean is give people grace and look at your life as well as the lives of others through different lenses. Oftentimes, we're quick to judge and criticize other people for their thoughts, their views, and their actions without having context. Now, on social media, we do this all the time. We cancel people for one fucking mistake. We vilify them. And I'm just, I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, we don't know what people are carrying physically, mentally, or emotionally each day. We don't know what type of situation they just came from or what they have to go home to. Now, I'm not saying give everyone a free pass to be an asshole to you. 
But I'm asking you to think a little deeper before you judge and react to other people. We need to stop judging others for these little snapshots of their life as we all, and that me included, have at least a handful of moments that we would never wish to be judged on and most likely would like to take back if we could. And what I mean is snapshots of our life, right? Uh, David Jack walked me through this many years ago and it kind of changed the, the lenses that I saw the world through. He said, and again, I, I hold David Jack in the highest regard and he was texting me last night. He's uh, he's the goat, man. He's fitness Jesus. And uh, he said, you know, Jeremy, if you looked at me, snapshots of my life, 17 years old, 21 years old, uh, 35 years old, last week, and that's all you saw of me and that's all you could judge me on, you would say, what a jerk I was. What a complete asshole. And I think we can all be guilty of that. And all I'm saying is what I've learned, at least this year, is you got to give people some grace, man. People can do better. People can come back from making mistakes. And you got to stop with the snap judgments and just be, be more human, dude. Like, just be more empathetic to people when you can be. And uh, I really just try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And when people are fuck faces or assholes to me specifically, I try to really step back and say, like, man, that person really must be suffering. They really must be struggling in life. I, I really do feel bad for them. And that's the honest truth. And obviously, if it's like on social media and stuff, you can just block them and not let them see all the awesome free shit that you're sharing. But if it's in your personal life or just random, you know, run-ins with, with people at airports or wherever it may be, just you have to give them some grace, man. And you give them the benefit of the doubt and you just keep things moving because maybe they're just really struggling with some shit in their life. Or maybe they're just a fucking asshole. But either way, um, it does you no good to get worked up about it and let it ruin your day. And that's what people do. Something will happen to them at 10 o'clock in the morning and they're still complaining about it at 5 o'clock at night. Now, what you just did was give away seven hours of your life that you didn't have to give away. So please, look at the world through a little different lens and, you know, see things the way Bob Ross would want you to see him or be, be the person Bob Ross would want you to be. And the last thing I'll say here quick too, because I've been talking about this a lot lately with people, is... Everything's temporary, man. It really is. Uh, we've made it on a lot of t-shirts now. I have it on a post-it right next to my desk. It really does help me, especially when, when shit goes wrong and um, things aren't kind of going my way or maybe I had five things kind of stack on each other. Um, everything's temporary. It really is. That goes for great times and that goes for bad times. It's all peaks and valleys, dude. And uh, the phrase that I'm probably going to put on a shirt next is, you know, what you lose in the fire, you're going to find among the ashes. You know, what you lose in the fire, you're going to find among the ashes. And things change, they evolve, um, it won't always be constant. So just know that um, everything really is, is temporary. And that's why I really focus so much on gratitude and happiness and being present in the moment um, for all the awesome stuff each of us has. So again, that's the episode in a nutshell. I just know a lot of times we get so caught up in our in our little worlds, we forget what's really important and we forget what, what matters most. And 
you just got to enjoy the journey, man. You really do because it's all about laughs and cries and accomplishments and failures and everything in between along the way. And I'll be back uh, next week for sure. Uh, I think we'll get, I don't know, Heather's traveling a ton, man. Um, if not her, I got a bunch of stuff cooked up for you guys, but I will get her back on. We'll talk about our summer travels and uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of all that stuff. And uh, again, I just want to, if you guys want to, obviously the Jeremy Scott Fitness app and all the stuff, it's in the show notes, all the podcast sponsors. But I just want to thank all you guys uh, sincerely um, who read and support the things that we do here at Jeremy Scott Fitness. And hopefully a few of these things inspire you or at least make you view um, and think about things a little bit differently. And again, like I said before, if you truly want to give me a birthday gift, simply just share this podcast, share the email, share the blog post, um, drop it a drop it a five star on, on the Apple Podcast, drop it a five star on Spotify. I'd appreciate it. And uh, if nothing else, just take some of these and implement them into your life. It doesn't got to be everything, but maybe just one thing, because the casket effect that that can have on you personally and that you can have with your influence and circle of people can change everything. And I really believe most of the world is is good people who give a fuck about everybody else. It's just you got a 10% population of assholes out there who are a little bit louder and drowned out all the awesome stuff the rest of us are doing. So please share it as you see fit. Again, I thank you guys. Um, if you have any questions on any of the free samples we we have, I'm happy to send them out. If you got questions on the app, um, obviously just ask. Otherwise, I hope to see you guys in there. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for sticking with me in the dark here. And if you can hear the window... I don't know if that's hail or that's just like ridiculously hard rain banging on it. But man, it's been a, a wild, wild day here. But I'm happy this podcast made it through with the electricity on. So thank you guys as always. I mean it. I appreciate you. And if you have requests for the podcast, send them my way. I'm happy to uh, make them happen. Have an awesome rest of your Friday night, your weekend, or whenever you guys happen to listen to this. And uh, again, you want free samples, reach out. Don't feel weird. We're happy to send them. See the rest of you guys in the app. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.